guys. Welcome to another episode of Around the Campfire, where we come together around this digital campfire and meet with great minds to learn what we can to dominate our hard purpose, master our dating life, and live a lifestyle freely, freely on our terms. Today, we have Michael A. Soul, who is a personal buddy of mine and a brand strategist that's helped many brands um, with the new current trends that are going on in social media and help them get their businesses blowing up online. He's actually personally helped me in the Conscious Alpha brand uh, with our new website that we just launched, ConsciousAlpha.co. But without further ado, Michael, welcome to Around the Campfire. Awesome, awesome. Ricky, thanks for having me. I'm looking yeah, forward man. to it. Dude, I'm excited to do this. We, Me and Michael have uh, great calls usually, and we usually like, there's a good flow. And I know Michael, I know you like uh, exploring different ideas and whatnot too. And so our conversations always walk away with gold nuggets. So I just want to give uh, a little behind the scenes to the audience and see what uh, gold nuggets we can provide for them today. How's that sound? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm on board. Perfect. So why don't we, for the people that don't know you, I know you, a lot of people kind of know you in the industry from behind the scenes and you, you help a lot of people out just with your advice on branding and trends and social media. And you always seem to kind of have a beat of what's going on with um, the different brands and whatnot that's going. And kind of the theme I want to do for this, uh, this episode <clears throat> is build your own brand because we're kind of going into an age where you are your own brand, right? Like, one of my uh, mentors, Mitch Miller, he just put out a video the other day and he's like, everyone is their own kind of celebrity now with social media. And if you have something to sell and you're good at it, you can actually make a profit. And, you know, even for how we do with Conscious Alpha, it's like if you have a bigger purpose to help people, you can make an impact. So mm. why don't you give everyone a little bit about a little background about how you got into becoming a brand strategist to help businesses? Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit and uh, start from the very beginning. So okay. I've, I've been involved in the self-development world for about like five years now. And I guess I've been on this path of being like the journeyman. I know that you have your coaching program, which is awesome. And a lot of your coaching program goes in deep and in depth on, you know, strengthening the areas of people's personas, the warrior, the king, the mystic, the lover, and um, I, I feel like I've followed the path of the mystic in a sense. And I've, I've been down the path of like being the journeyman within that. And um, so, yeah, I've been in the self-development industry for five years. And, you know, initially it started with like coaching. And I initially started my journey modeling Tony Robbins. So I remember a while back, I was actually on a call with one of Tony Robbins coaches. And I remember that. There was a big turning point for me when she had pointed out that, you know, anybody can be a coach, right? But you had to learn how to do that. You had to facilitate, facilitate certain skills and, you know, you had to start somewhere. So I delved in deep and actually started training with the Empowerment Partnership. And that was a huge organization. They've actually trained under Tony Robbins himself as well. And, you know, it's, it's an NLP organization. And so okay. I jumped straight in <laughs> and I went into an intensive training program down in Boston with them. And the program itself kind of leans towards the metaphysical. So it's not just okay. NLP, like you, you kind of got a sense of like the spiritual world as well. And um, it went in deep on learning more about the unconscious mind and the different habits and behaviors that people, you know, they exhibit. 
and how to get behind those to kind of change the outcome or the result that you would want. So I did that for about a year and then I jumped into another program which was more, it was more heart centered. It was a program called Momentum Education. And okay. in that program, I dubbed in deep, not only on like coming at things from a heart centered perspective, but like we got very, very meta. Um, like I told you on our previous calls, there, there were certain, uh, certain, uh, practices, certain, uh, events that we had did that really shaped yeah. how it would be that you want to, uh, how you want to create your world. But not only that, but like we want behind the scenes in the sense of the unconscious mind and remove I the block. I uh, I know you mentioned before about that one, uh, exercise they had to do about like the boats. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So we're not necessarily supposed to talk about that exercise. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I can go in lightly on that, but, um, the exercise was to facilitate what exactly, uh, what would be holding you back from giving the greater purpose of yourself to the world. Hmm. Yeah. What What is holding you back from giving the greater purpose of yourself to to what the world or mm -hmm. to the world? Yeah. So that could yeah. be in your business. That could be with your family. That could be with your relationship with your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Um, yeah. Yeah. We really we really dug in deep on understanding what that was through that exercise. And after yeah. the exercise, everybody, everybody exploded, like, with their relationships, because we had to kind of check in afterwards. What, what do you think was, like, the most that you can share with about that, the most common thing that held people back? Hmm. So, people have different, uh, people have a sense of a story that they tell themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And within that story, within the different stories that we have, there are certain archetypes that come up. You know, and a lot of times it's you have this idea of a story that you're telling yourself unconsciously about how you should live and behave in the world and how you should, in a sense, rules, unconscious rules that you have that stop you or, or keep you in the place that you're at from expressing certain parts of yourself. And, and a lot of that stuff comes from, you know. It comes from childhood. It can come from what you've yeah. learned or how you've learned to behave in relationships and things like that. But yeah, the exercise kind of uncovered that and, and gave a very big lever for everybody to step forward into their purpose and to give that back to the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. It's funny too that you're going into this and, uh, you know, we're talking about branding and, you know, maybe when most people think of branding, it's like, oh, well, what's a cool logo or what's going to give me attention or I need to just give people's attention, right? Kind of like mm -hmm. the surface level stuff, but how there's a lot of depth to it. And, and I even realized that like in my own business, like it's that classic quote. And, and I, I guess this kind of shows like as you're building your own brand and your own business, how important your own personal self-development is in it because that almost – helps your business and it reminds me of that classic quote it's like you don't have business problems you have personal problems that leak into your business mm -hmm. and i've been realizing that more and more like even on my business it's like I, I focus more on the personal work you know and like 
integrating my shadow, doing all the inner work in me and making myself a better person. And then I notice when I do that, like the, the stuff I need to do just intuitively kind of comes to me. It's like, Oh, we should do a podcast with Michael or, Oh, we mm-hmm. should shoot a live video or whatever. Um, and it flows more smoothly rather than like maybe getting caught up in like the hustle mentality. It's like really just going into that, that depth of the subconscious understanding yourself. And then you can understand like your audience and the people around you at a deeper level too. Yeah. There's a level of like social and emotional intelligence that like transfers over when you do yeah. your personal work for yourself. So tell me more about, uh, I like that you mentioned that and you know, that I love talking about the King Warrior magician lover. Um, mm-hmm those dynamics because i think those are i think those are like pillars within our psyche they're like they've been around for thousands of years they're motifs that show up in in our entertainments um in our personal lives and and who we try to be as men when we're our best selves but uh tell me a little bit about you uh going into the the mystic side of you and what what that entails so Mm -hmm. i'm curious yeah so if i had to say that the mystic side of things would be like going back to that concept that I mentioned about the journeyman, right? Okay. You know, it's not just exploring yourself and your spirituality and, and how that manifests itself. Like for me personally, uh, that manifested itself in the way of like me really understanding my, my habits, my behaviors and understanding on, on a spiritual side of it, like understanding how that affects the world in the greater scale of things. You know, how, how does that affect the world and the greater scale of things? Maybe for people that don't study too much spirituality, mm-hmm. how, how are those two connected for you? Yeah. Well, we're all connected, right? Yep. Like as people <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. energy, energy is a real thing. And yep. a lot of times the, the energy that you have does stem from like your behaviors. It stems from your habits. It, it stems from your beliefs and things like that. Yeah. You know, so actually doing that energy work, actually doing the, the spiritual work of understanding yourself, because that is a spiritual path of its own, right. that transcends into how you, you know, operate your business. That transcends into how you practice or act out your relationships. It, it transcends into a lot of different things. And, yeah. you know, I was thinking about it before we got on the call, but my path has been a path of kind of like delving into the spiritual world, but also the business world as well. So they've okay. kind of gone hand in hand. So interestingly enough, um, <laughs> so I had did work with the empowerment partnership with Momentum Education. And mm-hmm. then eventually I ended up going and working in a program out of a uh, the largest liquor and uh, beverage distributor in the world. Mm-hmm. And Amazingly enough, how I got into that, I was, I remember I was going through a couple of different ads online and they had a program, they had mentioned the program and um, it, it kind of goes into mixology, it goes into brand management. It was kind of like the, the opener for discovering brands because this particular company, uh, they actually, like I mentioned, they, they're the largest distributors. So they cover many different brands. And I remember I was sitting down <laughs> and I had to go in for the interview and I walk in through the doors and, and, and this, uh, in this building, you had to like have clearance to get into certain rooms. So I remember I had to go to the desk and, and sit down and go in for the interview. And as I'm sitting down and I'm being interviewed, the guy across from me, he, he delved deep into like my history and any challenges that I've had. 
And for some reason, I felt like, you know, there was a connection between Mm -hmm. him and I. And I had mentioned the Tony Robbins. I mentioned the Empowerment Partnership and Momentum Education. And immediately, like, that sparked something within him. He, He, like, felt what I was saying. He felt the moment. And it just so happens that he went to a Tony Robbins event about a year prior and reconnected with his, I guess, in a sense, his long lost son. And that was the connection that got me through that scholarship into that program. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like through all that, through the self-development itself that I went through, that got me into the branding world itself. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. So it's like you were following your own journey and then it, it kind of led you to where you, would you consider being a brand strategist as your, your purpose right now in life? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. And how does that, how does that work with you? Like mentally, like, um, did you feel like you're making a bigger impact or, uh, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, take me to the mindset of, of what it is for you. Yeah. Well, going back to the whole, the whole, uh, spiritual path of things, right. Um, back when I was involved in coaching and, and the self self development itself, mm-hmm. you know, I found myself in these coaching circles and every time that we had sat down to talk for like a mastermind chat or I did a one-on-one and I was consulting with other coaches, each and every call that I did while I was discussing like, you know, what I was doing for coaching and my own self-development, it led into giving brand advice. Okay. And I unknowingly was giving branding advice that was skyrocketing these people's careers. <laughs> like... <laughs> I remember that there's one coach, I'm not going to mention his name, but there's one coach that both of us knows that oh. focuses on habits. Okay. He, he's a habit coach. And mm-hmm. I remember that I sat down with him on a call and, and, you know, we were consulting with each other about different ideas and things like that. And mm-hmm. I had mentioned to him that, you know, the biggest thing in social media is getting, getting responses from your audience, building that engagement, but it boils down to good questions. Asking your audience yeah. good questions to really get to know them, but also to put yourself in a position where, you know, you're able to actually solve their problem by asking the question itself. Yeah. I think that's smart. Um, I, I like trying to do that as well, too. Like, cause once you ask a question, mm-hmm. it's like it kind of gets stuck in your brain a little bit. And so if it, if it's a question that kind of elevates a person to be thinking at a higher consciousness level, I think that's cool. It's kind of like, tapping on people where they can't unsee that and then their brain kind of has to solve that. Like whenever you ask a question, your brain kind of has to find a way to answer it, even if it's like a later, later in the day or whatever. Right. But your brain's always like looking to for that answer. So when you throw that in there, it's like a little seed that like, Oh, and now they have to think at a higher level. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and I guess a part of that kind of ties into branding as well, because okay. the way that I look at branding is like there, there are six A's to branding, right? There, okay. There's, and I kind of take this perspective with clients as well. So there are six A's to branding. There, there's attention, right? That's, right. that's less of the brand, but more of like focusing in on the problem and the opportunity for the audience itself. Okay. And that's how you capture their attention. That's, that's bringing their awareness to the problem. So that way you can solve the problem, right? So right. that's the first A is capturing that attention. And then the next A would be awareness. So for you as an, as a business owner, uh, as a personal brand, 
that will be you covering, you know, what you're trying to achieve and what they're trying to achieve and moving in a direction of crafting your brand. You know, that's having the awareness of the audience itself and, and giving them that awareness of what it is that you're doing, what problem you're solving. The, the next A in these six A's of, of branding, in my sense, is acceptance. So that's, that's when your audience like fully accepts your message. You know, at that point, you know, you can determine, do your audience follow you? Do they promote your brand? And does your brand have like a buy-in message? You know, that at that point, that's when you can really start to develop people and, and your audience into like ambassadors. Like they, they promote you. Right. They promote your message. That, that message is like there in their mind constantly. And that leads into the next A, which would be like advocacy. And we see this all, all the time on, in like the social media world. You know, people give shout outs to other coaches or they give shout outs to a service that they like or, or a yeah. product like Red Bull and things like that. And, um, you know, at that point in, in someone's brand, they either have av- advocacy or they have an antagonist. And that says a lot about where you stand, how you position yourself as a brand. Cause you know, people, people get hate on, like if we were real, people do get hate on, on their stuff, but you can actually turn that into a very, very key component in how you convey your brand, but also how you turn around and get your audience in on your side in a sense. Okay. Yeah. So the, the next A would be like action. So in the branding sense, that's, it, it's very critical. You know, it, it's, that's where you actually bring into life. That's like seeing how, how the brand comes about. That's crafting campaigns. That's developing the, the scenario of your audience, of your customer, creating challenges for them, like developing a clear, concise message that in that process, that's when, when a person, a personal brand or an entrepreneur will go ahead and build habits for the brand and identify like barriers things that are going against the brand or things that the brand needs to move over to to create more you know awareness more advocacy all those other things that i mentioned and that's also creating a a replicable process of conveying their message and the last a would be adherence so that that's more like at that point in time within within someone's branding that's like rewarding your audience that's okay. like managing the feedback. And, and I, I notice this a lot with your brand too. Like you're at this point where it's like you're creating incentives for your audience. You're creating incentives for the brand. You're creating incentives for your program, for, for your service. That's also like in, in the process of like me working with people, that's also helping the brand or the entrepreneur keep to their mission, you know, cultivating the culture within their brand or the culture within, you know, their employees and things like that. So, yeah, yeah narrowing, narrowing down that focus so that it, it has more impact. And it's fucking mm-hmm. challenging, man. Like, I appreciate what you do because I know, like, for for me and just building my own brand, it's it's hard, especially, like, when you have, you know, maybe there's other guys on here that are listening that want to make a big impact in the world or, you know, want to be a, a coach in some form or another. Um, and there's, like, all these things you want to help people with. But to have that true impact, you have to whittle your focus down. You have to narrow your focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on a call with another mentor and he said that too. It's like, you know, there's all these cool concepts, even in spirituality and, and whatnot, there's always cool concepts, but to get good at any of them, you need to, to narrow the focus a bit and then you can have that more impactful 
hits when people like check out your stuff. It, there's just more weights to what you're saying and what you're doing rather than mm-hmm. jumping all over the place. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that also strengthens your brand as as its own as well. And yeah. like kind of leaning into that a bit, I've noticed with like the people I work with, especially mm-hmm. in the digital marketing space, you know, they there are like the business owners who have that that gut creative mindset, mm-hmm. but they're still learning the business knowledge side of it. And, yeah. and there, you know, and there, there are other business owners who they they have that business knowledge, but they lack the emotional awareness of their audience or how to convey their message clearly. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> and you need both too. Definitely. You need both, I think. Yeah, like the creative side is kind of like that raw, that rawness that you can kind of tap into that gives you a lot of, um, you know, creativity and connection to come up with things that people wouldn't have thought of. But then you also need like the, the skeleton of it, which is those like practices or the business practices or like you said, like the, the six, six pillars of branding, you know, something to kind of fit into a mold so it uh, becomes more concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think or what do you see a lot of people who are just starting brands are uh, fucking up on? Like what are the most common mistakes that people are missing with their branding? Huh. So yeah, there there are people who are posting on social media and mm-hmm. and posting on social media is great, right? But either they're not posting enough or they okay. do post a lot, but it's not it's not quality. You yeah. know? And I'm all for like Gary V. Gary V talks about like putting out a lot of a lot of content, but being that there are a lot of people getting into personal brands and if you're just getting into personal branding, you definitely want to put out more content but focus on the quality of your content, you know, with the current market, the way that it is, you know, everything's going to fall down to quality and also like referrals in your background and how nimble you can be in the market. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of what I see with people with their personal brands as well is that they, they have beautiful websites or, or they have a website that they've just started but they haven't focused in on like that brand awareness part of it. Gotcha. You know, and, and from, from a presence perspective, awareness is super key. And the best way to do that is to like, in a sense, advertise, but also not lower the value of your brand. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, I don't know, just from my own personal experience, I feel like, there, there's several strategies you can take. And I think for mm-hmm. some people, like maybe it's just, you do need to post a lot just to get over the fear of putting yourself out there. And I know mm-hmm. for me, like I'm a, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So sometimes I like <laughs> put it out and I know there's even some mistakes and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It just needs to go out. You just need to get kind of build that, that system and that process of putting out content. But I remember we had a talk probably like, I don't know, like a month back or so. Mm-hmm. And, you suggested that I focus, uh, you're like, all right, you, like clearly you've proven that you know how to generate content, but now focus on the quality of it. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. And so it was like dialing that back and be like, okay, I'm going to put out less, but the stuff I am going to put out is going to be like, well, like good content. And it, in my mind, I kind of think of it as like, you want to be the, um, that kind of that hipster coffee shop that like only, <laughs> It's like only it's like very niche, right? But like mm-hmm. the people that like their stuff are always going there, and they're like diehard fans. Mm-hmm. And so like that's what I kind of see with myself. It's like okay, you want to put out high impact quality content, 
where people are loving this stuff and maybe it's not 20 or 30 posts a week or whatever, but people are excited for that post to come out as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed about your brand specifically is like you've done very, very good in cultivating that direction on where you want to lead people. And not only that, but that comes out in your coaching as well. So thank I think you. that's very yeah, solid. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, I think, uh, we're going in the right direction and, and the, actually this is a good thing to kind of segue into is let's talk about trends that you see, um, especially mm-hmm. with where we're at now and, you know, kind of why I want to make this video or this podcast, as I said in the beginning is like a lot of people are working from home. A lot of people have more time mm-hmm. on their hands and, and I mean, it's 2020 and even though 2020 has been a, kind of a slap in the face to humanity. <laughs> um, like it's a good wake up call too. And then people are starting to realize like, Oh, I can build my own brand. The tools here are very easy. It's very easy now to throw up a website. It's very cheap mm-hmm. to, I mean, it's very easy to make a podcast. It's very easy to start a YouTube channel. Um, what are some of the trends you see that people could kind of tap into uh, that? Let's say people that want to make an impact that want to help. What's, what's kind of on the rise right now for people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people are, are rebranding and I'm not noticing this with just like digital entrepreneurs, but this is also okay. with like global companies as well. Okay. So they, they're moving into a phase of like rebranding and really honing in on what their brand is about. And, mm-hmm. and in the digital marketing space, what I've noticed is like while that's going on and while everybody's investing in themselves because a lot of entrepreneurs have leaned into like the whole investment part of it they're they're cultivating new ways of of capturing their audience so what you probably see now a lot of is a lot of challenges coming out people have like a 10 or 30 day challenge and within that challenge they cultivate community right Yeah. yeah so new new challenges um yeah, and I think that's what it's really important now because everything's like almost becoming political now too, and it's almost hard not to be not to have a Saturday, even if you're kind of like neutral on sense, like that pisses people off too, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like that just means like, well, you're you're the opposing side, and you're like, damn. But I think that it is what everyone's trying to do. It's like <clears throat> figure out what what do you stand for, right? Mm-hmm. What do you stand for in this world now? And it, it's hard. It's hard to figure out because things are changing so rapidly as well <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the thing like while that's while all that's going on as well you know people are mm-hmm. people are looking for and this is this is on social media this is like you know people going on facebook people going on twitter people are looking for something to kind of take them out of what is currently going on you know right. that's where the yeah. challenges come into play that's when community comes into play that's when like people investing in themselves come into play now i was reading an article before we got on on this call and mm-hmm. it was in the New York times and it stated that like in since March, 500,000 people have applied for an EIN to start a business. Mm-hmm. So there, there are definitely a lot of people kind of getting into the field of business as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I, I felt this coming intuitively like mm-hmm. with, I felt like, I don't know, probably watching even like Sam Oven start uh, consulting.com when he bought that. And it was almost like he caught that trend that there's going to be a lot of consultants. And I kind of feel like we're going through that phase now. Like, and this is kind of where like branding business 
and like the collective humanity are all kind of tied together. And I think that's why everyone's going through a thing of rebranding is because we are kind of like remaking ourselves into new tribes. And, you know, the Mm -hmm. tribes are online. The tribes are digital right now, which is kind of cool because you can meet people from around the world that, you know, maybe from Australia that you have like a lot in common with that you before would have never met. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I feel like we are kind of like building our own tribes and our own brands and there, there are like new tribes coming out where people mm-hmm. are becoming spokespeople for it. You know, like my thing with finding your higher purpose, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, if you've, if you've faced adversity, you know, that makes you eligible to be a spokesperson for people who have gone through that as well. And maybe you sharing your own story will help shine a light on people that don't have a voice or, It'll give people that are afraid to share what they've gone through. It'll give them empowerment as well. Mm. And I see a lot of that coming up. And um, I don't know if you know who Ed Milet is. Um, I'm familiar with the name, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of he's a kind of like a Tony Robbins speaker. He's mm-hmm. he, he just he has like a huge um, presence when you talk with him and whatnot. And I guess he's a huge um, like public speaker and whatnot. But he, he kind of uh, what was it validated this like vision I saw for like what was coming. And he said like, he sees it and he's, you know, way ahead. I think he's, I don't know if he's a billionaire or whatnot, but he's just, he's crushing that life, just making a huge impact on the world. Super inspiring. But he was saying, he's like, yeah, like we're becoming our own brands now, um, you know, and kind of talking about these trends from a higher level. So it's exciting. Like despite 2020 kind of being a chaotic year, I feel like we need to, we need to kind of go through the chaos to get to these better times ahead and the people that are going through shit and that are willing to step up, you know, and, and make their own brands and have the courage to go into the unknown with that um, are going to really shine and help kind of be the leaders to help other people step up and empower themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to what I was saying before about the whole uh, idea that, like we're all connected, you know, yes. with everything that's going on there, there's a lot of creative energy that's out there. And people are finding new and and strong and powerful ways of manifesting that. And going back to like the business side of it, you know, people, people need something to follow. You know, they, they, if you're an entrepreneur right now, or if you're even thinking about it and like you had mentioned it, you know, if you've had a challenge before that, that's a clear way for you to take what you've experienced and and give that back, give back everything that it was that helped you to kind of help the next person, you know, and and business wise, like in regards to like brands and things like that, you know, when, when you can really hone in on what problem you're solving, you can really hone in on, on creating a, a great campaign for your brand for, to help other people and to, to, you know, help people reach that next level, you know, and, and, One thing I go back to is like in, in the branding side of it, you know, when, when you can harness everything that you've experienced, a, a great campaign makes for a great career, makes for a great brand. And yeah, when you've really figured those things out for yourself, you really know how to stay relevant, but also how to to make what you've done or what you've created more relevant as well. Yeah. Um there's a great quote that you told me like on one of our calls. I read uh, one of my notebooks where I create my content and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking about how I like being creative and 
like the arts, you know, like creating art or making even my content is like a form of like creating art. Um, and you, you brought up the point of why that was is that arts or creativity is a healing, is a healing behavior or is it a healing energy? I can't remember how you said yeah, it. Cre- creativity um, is a healing energy. It's a healing energy, mm-hmm. right? So whenever you go into creating, you're actually healing yourself. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a win-win where you can, you know, that's why I teach a lot of guys, um, you know, to have more confidence in general, either with women or to dominate their purpose or whatever, uh, is to heal their own wounds, mm-hmm. you know, and by, you know, maybe starting that brand. And, and helping people with an adversity you've gone through. And, and there's a lot of them, you know, there's people popping up like porn addiction or lots of, their, I mean, there's a ton of addictions, right? Even video game addictions. There's a lot of like traps to kind of fall into uh, that you can help people out of um, that a lot of people are probably silently struggling from that you can kind of shine a light on. And through it, you know, through sharing your own story, you're actually kind of healing those wounds for yourself. Um, and very like win-win scenario and to hone in on on the creative energy part of it you know how how i was mentioning about like anything creative is healing energy mm-hmm. if you think about like the the thoughts behind that right so artists create art right and what does that yeah. art do for other people a lot of times it gives them an outlet for expressing themselves or understanding themselves yeah. You know, so that kind of leans into the idea again that like we're all connected and everything that we're experiencing can be something that can be used to create something great. Yeah. And I think about that. I was thinking about that too as you're talking. I want to get your take on it too. Is like almost creating a great campaign or a great marketing. Yeah. A great marketing campaign is just helping your audience that you're trying to help, um, see a, a more empowering perspective of mm. their situation mm. to, yeah. Cause it's like, usually like when you're, you know, if you're suffering, let's say like guys who suffer from social anxiety or depression or they're isolated or, you know, whatever that is, um, there's a certain narrative that's running in their head, you know? Mm. And so if your marketing can kind of shine a light on like, what if you thought about your, your situation in this light? Well, that mm. immediately changes your, perspective which can start changing your reality you know then you can start getting different results and different outcomes definitely so so yeah so what are you what are you diving into recently in your in your personal journey like in your own personal development what are some Mm -hmm. things that you're finding that are helping you uh grow and expand more yeah so in our previous conversation i mentioned you know i'm kind of in a stage of unlearning Mm, you know okay taking the things that were that used to be relevant for where I was at in my stage of development and and kind of shedding that and and learning something new. And we constantly go through that, you know, what, what you might have done. And this is for anybody listening as well. What you might've done, you know, two years down the line, a year down the line, it might not work in the same way that you think or that you would want it to work. So you have to go through this process of unlearning. And then when you can unlearn something, you give yourself more capacity to learn something new. Right. Can you uh, give us an example of something you've had to unlearn? Yeah. Uh, So one thing we had discussed before, um, and this this is kind of like, I feel like some people might not agree with this, but like meditation. Okay. I used to have periods where I would meditate like an hour 
within a day or even like it'd be, you know, driving, driving my car from one client meeting to the next. You know, I'd actually take that time to, in a sense, have a moving meditation. And mm-hmm. I've actually found myself not meditating as directly as before. So in other words, like not not sitting down, silencing the mind and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, not not uh not doing the, these meditation practices that I did before for like an hour, just trying to clear the mind. And I guess my my spiritual progress and, <laughs> and my mental and emotional progress kind of caught up with me. At a certain point in time, I feel like you know people people won't need self-development techniques and things like that because you've you've evolved yourself to such a level where you know that that one thing that meditating for an hour might not be it it might be you know meditating for five minutes or it might be not trying to clear the mind but focusing on presence creating more presence in in your interactions and i feel like a lot of a lot of the guys that you coach this is something that they they might find themselves coming into, you know, mm-hmm. changing and shifting their their self development habits into other habits because it, it, they kind of lean into each other, you know, they kind of lead into each other. Yeah, no, that's a good point, um, and I can see how that even relates in, in my world too. Mm-hmm. Even with meditation, like I I <laughs> I meditate like three hours a day, but I know there's part of me that being that's like, okay, dude, like you needed to do this for a time, but now you, you've done all the work healing this. And so now I've been moving out of it into focusing on like breath work, getting into the mm. breath. And that's been helping me more, um, ground myself more, especially like with social, you know, going out and, uh, talking to girls or, uh, mm-hmm. socializing and, you know, taking students or buddies through it too. Um, and then like working out too, like being more in the body. So I'm, um, more grounded when I need to be. Mm. Um, so yeah, I definitely see the point of that. And even with like my diet, I feel like it's shifted as well. Um, mm. and yeah, it's, it's funny. It's almost like it's, well, as you were saying that it feels like it's like training wheels that you need to, you needed those, um, techniques to kind of align you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, it's like, okay, now you can take the, the training wheels off and you're good to go. And you'll naturally, you're now naturally in alignment with where you need to be. Oh yeah. And that's, that's evolution, right? Yeah. You know, that, no, exactly. that's yeah. us going into to oh. the new phases of ourselves. And I feel like branding does that too, you know, with, yeah. with people on their yeah. personal brand. That That's why I had mentioned earlier that like, you know, we're, we're in a world where things are changing so rapidly that yeah. Like, you know, as a brand, you can position yourself in, in a good, really good place. And positioning is a great thing to do for your brand. That's actually, like, one of the most powerful things to do for your brand. But the caveat with that is that, like, while you're positioning yourself, there are a lot more people who are coming into the field who, in a sense, they're, they're experts as well. You know, so in the uh, in the business side of it, you know, it'll it'll boil down to three things, like I mentioned before. You know, putting out great content, but content that's quality content and, mm-hmm. and focusing on referrals and like strengthening your background and, and how nimble you can be in, in the marketplace. Right. What do you what would you say to guys that um, they're like, you know what, I want to be a, a workout coach or a dating coach or whatever mm-hmm. kind of coach, but they feel like the market is saturated. And so they're like, well, I just don't feel like my voice would matter. Mm. What would 
some of the advice you would give to guys like that? Yeah, well, first of all, that, that inner voice that played in their mind that said that their voice doesn't matter, that's bullshit. Click <laughs> like, yeah. that, that's like bullshit. But, um, the, a great thing for them to do might be to get a coach themselves, especially okay. if you're, if you're just starting out. Like mm-hmm. when you get a coach, there's a lot of learning that happens that is almost unconscious, subconscious, you know, because you're, right. you're learning by being involved in the process with the coach, but you'll pick up on habits and behaviors and things like that, that the other person has. And a lot of times when you go back to the drawing board, you can, that's when the creative energy starts sparking up and then you can come up with like 10 times more brilliant ideas because you had the basis of what, you know, a person two or three steps ahead of you is doing. Right. Yeah. I think that's important too, is to like, like you said, find someone that's just a little bit ahead of you because sometimes you'll look at the big guys and some of the advice they're giving out, but it's like, you're not at that step yet. And I've even had to do that too, where it's like dial that back a bit. It's like, well, I'm not mm-hmm. running a 300 person company. Like it's just, <laughs> just me and some assistants. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what do I do with that? You know? Um, and it's like a different strategy for, for where you're at. And, and it, I think it can be good to even position yourself when you're small. Like I remember I was watching a webinar and they had a good point. It's like, you're only, you're only new once, so make it count. And you can still sell high ticket packages. You can still, um, you know, make, make the impact you want and, and grow at a, a level. Like you don't want to blow up necessarily right at the beginning too, because the amount of work to maintain that is going to be overwhelming. Hmm. Yeah. And I find that a lot too is that with the companies I work with or the clients that I work with, both actually, being in a position where where you're in that spot and you're like cultivating your success, mm-hmm. you have to be able to understand. Okay, once you reach that success, what then? You know, a lot of people aren't prepared for what that success would mean for them or how to navigate that. And that's where having a coach comes into play because that coach may know one or two things on how to get you to the next step or even how to manage that success. Mm, that that's yeah. the 10x factor right there. Very true. Michael, it's been great having you, man. Um, Where can people find you if they want to reach out and uh, follow you? Yeah, definitely. So I I do want to preface this with that. I'm not accepting any new clients right now, but for the people listening, I'm willing to give a free audit of their touch points of their social media or their brand. And they can reach out to me on Facebook at Michael Soul. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L space S-O-L. Awesome. Dude, you've been a wealth of uh, information, and we thank you for having me. It's been a blessing, brother. Take care. Peace.